0: This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kāpāi ira rangi NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information.
1: Hello there, how you doing? It's uh, Kevin Riley here and welcome to Irish Time here on the Manowatoo People's Radio in Palmerston North, the county Manowattu. Uh It's just basically the news, it's in the, the paper, the main papers over in uh, Ireland, North and South. So I'll give you a, a bit of a kick off as it were. Uh, public sector buildings, they turn the heat off uh, two hours before closing time. Public bodies will be advised to turn off the heating one to two hours before closing under new measures to save energy. Cabinet uh, agreed today that the public sector would show leadership in how to reduce energy costs. So there's a big energy campaign going on uh, there in the Republic and it's, uh, yeah, hopefully we're going to avoid all that. Well, will be. It's coming in the summer. And less power, as it were. Anyway, uh, we're back to her. A playwright uh, widely recognized for her role in highlighting the brutality of the Republic's Magdalene Laundries had died. Uh, died. Patricia Burke Brogan, who who was also a painter, poet, novelist, passed away in Galway uh, there on Monday. Originally from County Clare, she was in her uh, 90s. Uh, she drew on her experience of a 21-year-old uh, nun working alongside residents in the former Magdalene Laundry at uh, Forrester Street in Galway. Best known for her award-winning uh, play Eclipsed, it is uh, focused on the immense suffering the Magdalene woman that she witnessed before she left the Sisters of Mercy. The experience in her, uh, informed, her much, informed much of her writing over subsequent decades. Alongside the uh, late McAtee, she was awarded the Freedom of Galway City earlier this year for the work in protecting and uh, assisting local residents. A plaque was unveiled in her armour, the the two women close to the site where the laundry was uh, situated. Former Mayor of Galway, Colette Connolly, said Miss Burke Rogan worked tirelessly to give everyone choices to those who were not able to speak for themselves. My funeral is due to take place at St. Augustine's Church there in Galway tomorrow. So that was uh, was quite a person then, wasn't she? Well, we've got Bushmills. Uh, Bushmills Irish Whiskey Operation bounces back from the lockdown. I'm surprised that I thought it had been increased because of lockdown. Anyway, uh, the Bushmills uh, Whiskey Operation recovered uh, pre-COVID levels uh, during 2021. New, uh, new accounts have shown. The old Bushmills distillery bunched back from the COVID lockdown with a, uh, with a slump in 2020, with revenues rising by 36% to $43 million dollars pounds rather, this year, uh, matching its income from 2019. It's the last time they made any profit of it, would seem. Uh, Bush Bushmills is the oldest... Uh, Established uh, whiskey distiller in the world, but also in Ireland, and the third largest Irish whiskey, in oh, the third largest Irish whiskey in the world. Didn't know that. The Cadiadrum Distillery has been known by Mexican spirits giant Beagle since 2014. Best known uh, for the Jose Crusado brand, Barclay's is the world's largest tequila uh, producer. Isn't that interesting? Chiquila and whiskey. Uh, last year they increased its share of the Irish whiskey market by acquiring o'connor mcgregor 's Erin born spirits of the companies behind the proper no twelve brand. Uh, the latest annual report from the old Mills uh, distillery company revealed that the, the value of whiskey held in the cast within its seventeen maturing uh, maturing uh, warehouses continues to soar uh, total stocks were valued at one hundred and forty three million. Uh, almost eleven percent up in uh, twenty twenty. Of that, just a shy of twenty six million. Uh, twenty six, yeah, twenty six million of whiskey was recorded maturing within one year, with one hundred eight maturing in more than uh, more than one. The remainder was recorded as raw materials, consumables, and other finished products. Under the facility is capable of producing around five million liters of whiskey and can bottle around three million, uh, uh, yeah, three million liter cases. Wow. In a report uh, accessing the 2021 performance, the company's director said, uh, Bushmills has demonstrated a food level of performance in its major markets despite the continued aspect, or impact rather, of the COVID-19 uh, you know, pandemic. The report also confirmed that the company's longstanding building uh, contract with uh, Irish Distillers was terminated in February 2022, uh, earlier than expected, It was butterling now being conducted in-house. Oh, the Bushmills portfolio includes uh, Bushmills Original, Black Bush, bu- Bushmills Ten Year Old, Single Malt, etc., etc., etc. It is a well-known company. That's for sure. It's a landmark in Ireland, North and South. And this is about renting in the the Republic. Uh, where did I get this from? It was Irish. The Irish News up there in the North. Um... Authority renters spending fifty percent of more than their income on rent, according to a new housing charity uh, threshold has uh, published the results of a survey of five hundred adult renters about their income and uh, in its campaign to highlight the the rights that private la- renters the rights that private renters have. It found that sixty percent had their rent increased in the last year and almost forty seven percent of all renters said a landlord had withheld their Security deposit unfairly, up to twenty percent compared with last year that 's like the tenancy bond here in New Zealand uh, It found that six percent Yeah, read that seventy four percent of renters said that it comes with that' coming, with having a problems with mold damp uh, in their rental homes. Nothing is ever done, very little occasionally something happens, but most times nothing. There are a very important group of people that are like to be able to help, but that is obviously based on uh, discussions that we are having, and we're having over the coming weeks to see what we can help. That's from the Minister of Housing, Daya O'Brien. So without highlighting exactly, because these things need to be agreed to, I would like to say that from my perspective as the Housing Minister, the renters are central to my thoughts, and now it's our discussions that we're uh, heading with government colleagues Threshold said the rent increases in landlords ex- exiting the market, particularly small landlords, would provide more affordable accommodation, was putting uh, further pressure on financial, the, the financial squeeze for renters. John Mark uh, McCarthy, chief executive of Threshold, said that the rental uh, rights campaign was uh, an, um, important at a time when it is very critical, very challenging in the private rental sector in terms of rent levels, security of tenure and quality of housing available. So that's uh, yeah, that could be anywhere, basically in any in Western countries, you know, the developed countries, as they say. Right, we've got here Colin Farrell. He's an actor. You may have heard of him. Uh, he will receive special honors at the Elizabeth and Taylor Ball to end AIDS. It has been announced, scheduled for the fifteenth September. The Irish actor will be honored alongside other Hollywood A-listers. Et cetera, et cetera. Farrell has been a long time ambassador for the Elizabeth Taylor AIDS Foundation, and was also quite close to the legendary star herself. I was lucky enough to know Elizabeth in my time as her friend. It was so clear to me how important she felt her work with uh, HIV/AIDS was. I am now thoroughly honoured uh, to keep uh, in keeping uh, her message, uh, keeping in keeping her message and the importance of her mission alive. I would like to celebrate her, you know, wonderful work. The gala performance was sponsored by Gilhead Scientists with support from American Airlines. And there was, you know, a number of people, 350 people, including a programme, uh, a live, uh, live performers, a live auction in partnership with the Christie's and a peak ex- uh, exclusive items, sorry, from Elizabeth Taylor Archives. Foyle is currently in the spotlight for his role in the Banshees of Inish Earn. In return, uh, along with uh, a number of other people, you know, Brendan Gleeson, Kerry Cont- Contop. The film uh, won a few things at the West, uh, the, Victor- uh, the Venice uh, Film Festivals. What have we got here? This is uh, a bit of a sad story, really. Well, it is sad. Drivers have been paid to a 13-year-old, Jack Dubroomhead, who died at... Uh, an incident during a race at the Glenbeg Racing Festival there over in County Kerry last Saturday. The teenager, son of a renowned Waterford-based trainer, Harry D. Broomhead, was taking part in the fifth race of the festival at Rosberg Beach when the incident occurred. So that's truly sad. Um, a statement from the police said that uh, the teenager received treatment at uh, the scene, but was later pronounced dead, before his body was able to be taken to Kerry University Hospital. Organizers have cancelled the second day of the event in respect. So that is truly, truly sad. You know, but it's, uh, it's been in the news for a little while actually, you know. And now we we'll get on to what else we've got here. Yeah, another which is bad news, the murders in Dublin. A man has appeared in court with murdering three of his siblings. Yes, it was the elder, the older brother in their home in the Republic of Ireland. Andy Cash, 24, uh, from Dublin was charged on Monday night. Uh, eight-year-old twins Chelsea and Kirsty Crawley, and 18-year-old Elisa Cash, died after they were attacked in the early hours of Sunday. The defendant appeared uh, at a special court in Dublin at, uh about oh, I think it was about 11 o'clock there yesterday. a guy, uh, the guy, the police officer told the court, the accused replied no comment when he was charged with the murders. Defence solicitor uh, requested a psychologist for his client and solid uh, solitary confinement for him in custody. The judge said the murder was a murder for the prison governor. Yes, yeah, this guy, he mur- just murdered his uh his, brother's, his sister's brother and brother. Isn't it just... I don't know. That's, what can you say to something like that there? Okay, and we've got, now that there has been a change of government, now Liz uh, Truss is the official, you know, prime minister of the UK. It's going to be interesting to see how she gets along, especially now with the, you know, the really sad news that the Queen Elizabeth has died uh, this morning, which was, you know. The, Lover or hater, the Queen was the Queen. Everyone on the planet has heard of her. They might not know anything about her, but they heard of oh, the Queen, yes. And they know who you're talking about. Anyway, anyway, so we'll get back to the government. They've got this guy called Steve Barker, and he's going to be the new Minister of State for Northern Ireland, uh, replace, uh, replacing Connor Burns. It uh, comes as new Prime Minister continues to appoint members of her government. The Conservative MP from Wickham will take over the role from Mr Burns, who served in the Northern Ireland office for one year. Mr Baker is a former uh, chair of the European Research Group, a group uh, consisting of Euros, uh, spectic, uh, skeptics, MPs, and is known as a highland Brexiteer. Uh, his appointments already made an impact among some of the local politicians, including the SALP, South Belfast, MP Claire Hannah, who hit out at what she described the uh, the takeover of the Northern Ireland office of the European Research Group, you know, because they are a very right wing think tank. Uh, what I've got there, she also continued uh, to say Mr. Barker's appointment in the Northern Ireland office is a red flag when issues related to the protocol remain politically sensitive. This trust has an opportunity to make uh, the case for a negotiated resolution with the European Union in the interests of the people across these islands. These uh, appointments seem to, in stark contrast to the object uh, the STLP and the MLP would like to see. So it's uh, <clears throat> getting really bad. So it's got to be minutes with the death of the Queen and the, the new Prime Minister, and it's uh, quite a, a right wing sort of uh, you know, government or cabinet I should say and uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how far things go personally speaking if things start to go bad I think there will be an, a general election to get, get over the whole thing and I think most people would be pleased to see that because it's gone on for a long time the, the problems with the the conservative government and leaders anyway I've got something here, hopefully you might be interested, but a guy called uh, Richard Harris, you know, who was a real famous Irish actor in his time, a uh, Limerick man. After spending his formative years in Limerick, he relocated to London to fill his acting ambitions. After his big break in the sporting life, he was a regular f- uh, fixture on the big screen throughout the 1960s and 70s. He was really well known. Although he was almost as well known for his hail racing during this time as a, his as acting ability. His career floundered somewhat in the 1980s, but he returned to, the, to form in the, the field in 1990, which earned him a second Oscar nomination. He then became known to a, a new generation of fans when he played Albus Dumbledore, I think it is, in the first two-part uh, Harry Potter series. The second of these, *Harry Potter* and *The, the Chamber of Secrets*, was his last live-action feature film, and it was released in November 2002, just weeks after he, after he had passed away. Harris was in Cannes many times, you uh, know, the film festivals there, and uh, what it's got down here. He could have played rugby for Ireland. A talented rugby player, Harris played alongside Keith Woods, Father Gordon at Crescent College in Limerick and represent Munster Schools and Munster under-20s. He also played for Gary Owen and was tipped to play for Ireland, but his hopes of uh, playing professionally were curtailed after he developed tuberculosis as a, cha- as a teenager. As well as rugby, he was also an accomplished rac- uh, racquetball player, racquetball player uh, winning the, the Trifley Cup, I think, during over down in Ca- uh, Clare. Uh... Now, be said, would later portray a rugby player on screen in his break through opposite bellicles. Rugby league star, Frank Murchin, is it? The sporting life, we saw him nominated for an Oscar. He also played a footballer in the 1971 movie, Bloomfield. He blagged he his way to his first stage. While recuperating from TV, he spent his time reading, developing in a love of the arts. Originally having ambitions to be a director, he instead turned his attention to acting. And then he joined Joan Littlewood's theatre workshop and made his uh, stage debut in Brendan Baines, the queer fella at uh, the Theatre Royal in Dublin. Uh, The character he played in Mixer is a 50-year-old man, but that didn't stop Harrison then 25 from blagging an an audition. Boring money to call the local priest. he told him, I like, you know, I look effing 50. I've never had a good meal for four months and I haven't slept for days. Just take a look at me. And uh, that was basically it. He wasn't just a man an uh, acting where, where, he, where he excelled. It wasn't just his talent. He also reviewed in several albums, including the Richard Harris Love Album, as well as singles from his movies. Yes, that's where he used, he used to sing. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, that, some, that same year, he won that Grammy for the best spoken word recording for his autobug auto of Richard Bach's Novella. J- Jonathan Livingstone-Siegel. Harris also preferred his uh, early directorial ambitions by Helming Brimfield, in which he played an Israeli football star. He received threats from loyalists and republicans in the, in the autobiography, happily, behaving badly. Uh, the editor said Harris was a target for loyalist power military who believed he was sympathetic to the IRA. Harris himself uh, later claimed he was a target for the IRA itself over his bid to, to curb fundraising for the organisation in America. He uh, has taking libel action way back there in 1988. Yeah. Didn't know that. Uh, Powers also took real vocal pride in his uh, Irish nationality, saying that he once told us something, I'm proud to be called, uh, what is it, an Irishman, you know, N- an actor and uh, a notorious Hellraiser. Howison, it uh, It was in the title, he played Cromwell, which was from one of the movies. Howison did his second Oscar nomination for uh, his portrayal of Bill McCabe in the field. Uh, an Irish, it was an Irish movie based on John B. Keane's uh, playing, which was in turn inspired by the real-life murder of Moss Moore. The actor turned down the role of Albus Dumbledore, I think it is, in uh, the Harry Potter movies three times, only relenting when his 11-year-old granddaughter threatened never to speak to him again if he, if he did take the part. After his death, he was replaced by fellow Irish actor Michael Gambon. Iris also won acclaim for his roles in A Man Called Horse, and uh again it was, you know, The Wild Geese, uh, The Unforgiving Gladiator, the partner Gladiator, so he obviously had a lot of talent. Renowned for his drinking and hell raising, especially with pals Richard Burton and Peter O'Toole, I was eventually a, a, a given up drugs and alcohol save for the occasional Guinness later in life. He was reportedly boarded a late-night train at uh, King's Cross. It was the only place to get a, a drink. Wow. After arriving at Leeds, he said to put a brick through someone's window before asking to put up, if he could be put up for the night. Horace recorded his tales uh, in the Late Late Show in Dublin. <laughs> he was never the shy retiring type, just as there are many stories of his drinking escorts. There are also numerous tales of his fiery temperament, which did appeared appear to dim as he got older. At the age of 70, he was drinking in the coach and horses and so on. Soho when an Irish girl accosted him for not giving back to Limerick, his uh, his son Jared will re- relayed the story that there. And he did uh, sort of say give it back because he was kinda I think he lost his his rag. But if you if I can even forgive rudeness, but one thing I can't forgive is ugliness and you're the ugliest woman I have seen nigh f off. My boyfriend intervened. His dad was standing up. The sucker punched the, bo- uh, the he sucker punched the boyfriend and knocked him out cold. Then the woman started running around shouting Dickie Harris has killed my boy, my son, my boyfriend. Yeah, interesting life, Mr. Harris. An interesting life. Anyway, that's about it for this week, and I will be back again next week, and uh, hopefully, just take care, okay? And let's just see how things go with. Uh, you know the state of the world as it is at this present point in
0: time anyway, have a wonderful weekend and be kind to one another, ok? see ya if you enjoy this NPR podcast please consider subscribing our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify as well as the accessmedia.nz app